On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we got a special guest on today's show. We got Corey Perry, a new Lightning forward who signed a two-year deal in the offseason coming on the show. We're going to talk to him about coming to Lightning, his career thus far in the NHL, as well as just, you know, his decision to come to Tampa and what it was, what it's been like over the last 16 years of his career. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast wherever, every, wherever podcasts are distributed. Give us a follow on YouTube as well. we got a YouTube page coming up uh, that's already out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is LO underscore lightning and Instagram is locked on underscore lightning. So without further ado, let's play that music. On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Uh, just a reminder that today's show is brought to you by the Locked On NHL top 50 players list go ahead and check that out if you haven't already find out on the locked on nhl podcast with joe dibiase mike DeStefano, and rachel donna reveal the top 50 players as voted by our local experts across the locked on nhl network of podcasts subscribe to the locked on nhl podcast on youtube and turn on those notifications so that you never miss an episode as stated at the top of the show before we jumped into the music we got a very very special guest on today's show and that is none other than Corey Perry, who some of you may have heard signed a two-year deal back in Ju- July, excuse me, to uh, play with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I joked with Corey during the interview, and you'll you'll hear it uh, there. But it, it was it was a f- interesting decision for him. Other than the fact that I was ragging on him a little bit for the f- that he seems to like to to prefer to play in warm weather. Uh, team teams markets and other than playing for Montreal last year but it was an interesting decision other than the fact that the Lightning are coming off two straight Stanley Cup victories is that it he's lost to this team two years in a row and some guys I feel at least to me would be stubborn in a way to where now I I don't want to play for these guys. I don't want to be known as the if you can't beat them, join them. But Corey, Corey was you know very what he had to say about that was interesting. Um, uh, you know, and, and you'll hear all of that during the interview. Uh, and but before we get into that, let's talk about two of today's sponsors first off, and that is. BetOnline.ag coming up first. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface. Even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus that's double your initial deposit just for signing up don't forget to use the promo code nfl 100 from football 
basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports books experts and one last sponsor before we head into the Corey perry interview and that is direct tv stream does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for the good stuff well i want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your tv together it's called direct tv stream and it brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you could watch your favorite sports movies and shows in all in one place that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with direct TV stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So without further ado, here's my discussion and interview with Lightning Forward, new Lightning Forward, Corey Perry. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we got a special guest. He is a two-time All-Star Stanley Cup champion with the Anaheim Ducks in 2007, winner of the Hart Trophy, and scored 50 goals in that same season, 2010-2011, to, to lead the league in goals. Uh, capturing the Richard Trophy as well. Uh, he has six seasons with 30-plus goals, and he's entering his 17th season. And he also happened to sign a two-year deal with Tampa Bay Lightning, and he's joining us on the show today, and that is Corey Perry. Corey, welcome to the show. How you doing? Doing all right. Can't complain. Um, getting everything organized and uh, trying to get ready for, the, for training camp. Yeah, and, that, and I guess that's a good place to start. You're entering your 17th NHL season. How has the preparation changed over time at this point in your career? I'm sure there's a lot of things that have changed since day one of training camp, since you got drafted in 2003, as opposed to now. What is how, how have you been able to adjust with everything with that? Well, it's uh, obviously, yeah, it is different. Um, being in one spot for so long, it kind of, you know, you just roll into, roll into town, get ready. You, you know, you got everything already set up at a house there, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, but now it's, uh, the last couple of years have been moving around a little bit and, uh, have a family and, uh, you know, trying to get them situated before I get going. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's part of the business. It's part of the job and, uh, you know, you just roll with punches. Yeah, that's all you could do, especially in you know the sport of hockey, where there's a lot of players changing a lot of uh, teams on a yearly basis. So let's start it off with the Ducks. Uh, you're, you get drafted in 2003 by the Ducks. You spend about a year in, in the minor leagues, and then you get called up. And then uh, in 2007, you win the Cup. Uh, what mm-hmm. was like? What was that whole experience like out in Anaheim, playing with guys like Ryan Getzlaff and and Scott Niedermeyer, and and just the the whole group of guys? I mean, Timo Saline. What 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 was that whole experience like out there? Well, it was uh, it was it was pretty special. Um, you know, being being a part of a team with so many pretty much Hall of Famers on that team. You got you, I had Chris Pronger, I had Scott Niedermeyer, I had Timo Solani. Uh, J.S. Giguere, the list goes on. So, um, you know, that they they helped me get into where I am today. They showed me exactly what being a professional was all about. And, uh, and 
um, you know, I gotta, I gotta give them a lot of, a lot of credit. And in, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you are the second player ever to win a world, a world championship, a Stanley cup and Olympic gold. And the only other person that's done that was your teammate, Scott Niedermeyer. Uh, I don't know if you were even aware of that, but what, what is, what does that mean to you? Uh, when you, you know, when all is said is done and you see those three accomplishments, uh, what, what does that mean to you? Um, uh, at the end of your career? Special. Uh, you know, if nobody, nobody else has done it other than Scott, I mean, you know, that uh, kind of goes down to history, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, I've been fortunate. I've been, been fortunate to play on a lot of good teams and play with a lot of good players. So, um, you know, I'm, uh, it, it's exciting when, when it, that did happen couple of years ago, winning the world cup uh, and completing that, that whole championship resume. Um, that was uh, it was very special. And, you know, you spoke about playing with a lot of great players. What was your experience like in Vancouver on that famed uh, Canadian team in 2010, obviously winning the cup, I mean, uh, winning the gold on probably one of the most famous goals of all time by Sidney Crosby in OT. What was that whole experience like for you? I've, I've had lightning announcer Dave Randorf on the show, and he was actually in the stands during that game. But uh, just to get a perspective from someone who was actually on the team, what was that whole ride from, from you guys? Were you a confident from day one, just looking at what you had on your team that you were going to take gold home or were you going into these games more like nothing's guaranteed and, you know, you still got to play the games. Well, we, we knew nothing was guaranteed. Um, we, we knew we had the whole country behind us, watching us, being in, in Vancouver, uh, being on home soil. Um, but I think what happened, we beat Switzerland in an in overtime or in a shootout, mm-hmm. and it kind of – we had to play an extra game. So, um, you know, that, that might have gave us a little, a little extra motivation, a little adversity. So – um, you know, it's, we were confident, but, uh, you know, you, you never know until that, until Sydney scored that golden goal, everybody talks about, and, uh, and it goes down to history. Yeah. And, and, you know, with all your accomplishments, you know, like what I just stated, all of them, um, what means the most to you? You know, some people will probably say Stanley cup, cause that's something that, but I feel like, you know, maybe representing your country is definitely up there or above. Where would you rank uh, those two gold medals that you have, uh, especially the one in 2010? Um, well, I, I, I get that question a lot where, where what's better Olympic gold or Stanley cup or, you know, I can't put them all in, put them in a, in, in order because there are so many great players and so many different players and there's a short term and then there's the Stanley cups, the whole season. And you grind with those guys all, you know, all season long. And, um, so, you know, I rank them all right at the top. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting to see how different guys, cause I've heard different answers from different players about where they mm-hmm. rank certain accolades. Uh, so you, you finish your career basically. I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll end back in Anaheim at some point. It's still, you know, the book hasn't been written yet. But you go over to Dallas, uh, and then you go up to Montreal. Um, and 
that's your childhood team. What was, what was the decision there? Was it just so, you know, I want to play with the team I grew up rooting for, or was it just all everything lined up in terms of the system and, and the personnel? What was the decision there to go up to Canada to play for the Canadians? Well, uh, you know, playing in Dallas, that was, that was special. Um, you know, getting, getting a taste of somewhere else. Uh, I was in Anaheim for, like I said, 14 years. So I only knew one, one thing and one organization. So going somewhere else, it it gives you perspective on, you know, how that organization works compared to Anaheim goods, the bads, whatever it may be. Um, but then, you know, going to Montreal, obviously, like I said, it was, uh, it was my team growing up. I watched the Canadians, you know, being from Northern Ontario, you're either a Leafs fan or a Canadians fan. So it, uh, you, you know, you, you kind of pick and, um, that was my team growing up and it was such a great, a great year just to put on the Jersey, but, you know, to play for, for the Montreal Canadians, uh, I can say I did that. And, um, I'll always be thankful for, uh, for what they did for me. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things I I'm always interested about with with players going up to play in Montreal is how were you able to deal with the the you know because everyone everyone could tell uh, just the media up there when it comes to hockey is just a whole other animal. What what was that experience like? You go from Anaheim, you go to Dallas, which you know they they have great fan bases, but you go up to Canada, especially Montreal. How, how were you able to, you know, I guess COVID maybe gave you guys a little bit uh, of uh, space from the media, but how, yeah. how were you able to deal with, you know, just every single day, uh, Canadians, this Canadians, that uh, just kind of just being under underneath the microscope constantly. You are under a microscope. That's for, for Darsha. It's, uh, it, it's very different. Um, you know, Anaheim, they have their three, four people that, uh, that, that they have every day. Uh, Dallas kind of the same. And then Montreal, you're here at 20, 25, 30, 40 people that uh, are on a, on a zoom call because of COVID uh, they're on a zoom call that, um, you know, you, you, you really didn't get the full experience, but uh, you, you got to see exactly kind of what it's all about. Yeah. And, and that's interesting uh, to hear. Just, I, 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 like I said, I think you got a little bit of a break there with COVID. So you know, it wasn't exactly in the, the stereotypical media scrums that you're used to. Uh, yeah. And so after a year and we'll, we'll get into the last cup finals in a little bit. I didn't want to rip out your heart real quick with <laughs> both of those, but uh I, I sense a little bit of a theme with the teams that you play with here. Uh, other than Canada, you like to play in warm weather states. Um, so <laughs> yeah. you, you, you signed a two-year deal this past offseason to play with Tampa. Um, obviously, it, it's very well known throughout the league last year as them being the, the back-to-back champs. Uh, the kind of talent that they have. Uh, what, what is that going to be like for you? Like, like we stated before, you know, at playing in Anaheim, all the names that you played with, that was mm-hmm. an incredible experience. But I mean, just the names that you have now with these guys, where some of them, they're not even, you know, ha- even halfway done with their careers. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to most with playing with this group of guys? Uh, I mean, I faced in the last two years in the, yeah. in the finals and they got the best, uh, best of our full team. So, uh, I'm excited. I, I know exactly, you know, you know exactly how they play. You play them enough. You, I think I played them a, a 11 times in, in the playoffs or 12 times in the playoffs, whatever it is, uh, in the last two seasons. So 
they're they're very familiar with me and uh you, you like you said there's guys in that team that are just hitting their prime and uh, and they're going to be hall of famers and you look right right from the back end and you got one of the best goalies in the league if not the best in Vasilevsky the D you got your your four big boys back there and then up front you got Kucherov, Stamkos, you know Sorelli's coming into his own yeah. you know he, the list goes on um you know brain point so it's uh it, it's very exciting i'm excited and um you know we're there i know they're excited to to do it again and and that's one reason why i wanted to come here is is uh you know have the opportunity to win that's another stanley cup and go go for it again and um yeah I, I don't know if you've had any contact with your teammates just yet but um have you heard anything from Patrick Maroon? Has he said anything to you about, you know, I'm going for my fourth in a row. Don't screw this up for me, new guy. Uh, Cause uh, you know, it's <laughs> incredible. Like you said, you, you basically yeah. uh, know these guys already. There's going to be no filling out period um, between you and these guys once training camp hits. But um, you know, like I say, it's just said uh, Patrick Maroon, you're probably going to play on a line with him and, and with the, with you two guys uh, just being bruisers at this point in career. Yeah. Um, you know, is there any pressure on you, even though you are an NHL vet, uh, to, to kind of perform right away with this team, given their current success? Well, you have, you have to perform it every season you come into. You have to you have to go in. I've always thought about it coming into it doesn't matter if it's your first year, your second year, your 10th year or 17th year. You have to come out. You have to perform. You have to do the day to day job and and do it, do it properly. Um, if you're not doing it, you're not going to play. And that's just how I've always approached every single season. You got to prove yourself each and every year. doesn't matter how young, how old, how good, you know, what line you play on. So, um, but yeah, I've, uh, Patty and I are very good friends and, you know, we play in Anaheim together. We've always touched base. Uh, I was driving back from when I was playing in Dallas, uh, the pandemic hit, I was driving home. I stayed at his place. I was driving back before the bubble. I stayed at his place. It was kind of halfway from, from Dallas to, to London. So, um, you know, we, we keep in contact quite a bit and uh, it's going to be exciting to be a part of a, a team with him and, and uh, hopefully go for another one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure all Lightning fans are really excited to see how things will add up once the season uh, starts. Kind of backtracking a little bit with your career now. In the first part of your career, you were – mainly a scorer, uh, like I stated when I first introduced you, six six seasons with 30-plus goals. And then you start of – I mean, you've always been a physical player, but you start to see it more so as the years roll on. Was that something that you consciously changed about your game, or was it one of those things where um, it just happened and that that's just the way things worked out? Um, and, and how has that changed with your preparation as well? You know, you're more so kind of just trying to sort of beef up and – put maintenance on things instead of trying to be more of a finesse guy in the off season and practice on that. Well, I, it's just the way I've always played. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where he, as you get older, yeah, you know, everybody's younger, quicker, faster, and you got to try to stay in the game, uh, you know, the best way you can. And yeah, of course I want to score 30 goals. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. So, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to, to put the puck in the back of the net and help the teammates do that. Yeah. That's interesting to see. Cause uh, when I had Ross Colton on earlier this, a uh, couple of weeks ago, actually, he was saying how, <laughs> you know, things have even changed for him a little bit, even though he's just coming off his rookie year. Uh, so 
we'll we'll wrap things up right there real quick. But I just want to. So what is your prediction for this year? You know, now that everything is kind of back to normal, uh, the divisions are back to where they used to be. Um, does that does that change mindset or is that kind of is it just business as usual, even though the divisions were all wonky and and, and how is that uh, affect you or at all going into the season in terms of um, just, you know, mindset? I don't think it should affect anybody. Um, everybody knows what the divisions are. They've been doing it for how long we've been doing it, five, six, seven years, whatever it is. Um, so everybody knows everybody. Uh, you know, it's it's once you just got to make the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. And that's right. what we're, that's that should be our mindset is just get in the playoffs yeah. and, and go from there. I mean, um, you know, I've been on the last two teams where, nobody thought we had a chance to get out of the first round and made it to the finals, obviously getting beat by Tampa both times. So, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to another strong season here. And I know the guys are looking forward to, to winning another championship. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, um, did, did it, it pop in the back of your head at all when you were making the decision to come to Tampa that, you know, I, I lost these guys t- the last two years. How am I going to, you know, get past them now? Uh, might as well join them at this point. Uh, did that come into any, was that at, at all a factor in your decision to come down to Tampa other than the nice weather and the current success? You know, I, I don't want to run into these guys at all in the playoffs. So I might as well. Just... <laughs> well, that, that, that's one, I guess. <laughs> who, who wants to run into, uh, in, in to them but um no they i knew i knew what i was getting into coming here and uh and how the organization um you know you, you talk to players i know a couple of guys in the team yeah. that i keep close contact with so um, i knew exactly what was going on and uh, and what they want to do and what they want to accomplish and i know there's still a lot of uh, a lot of of wins left in in their in those legs that uh, that they have and i'm looking forward to it well, uh, everyone's looking forward to it. Everyone's hoping and, and, and you know, hoping that the, the Lightning could pull off the three-peat. Uh, Corey, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You taking the time out with just training camp just to right around the corner. Um, and, yeah, wish you the best of luck uh, going into this year, and hopefully we could pull off a three-peat. That'd be, that's our goal. So we're, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. And thanks once again to Corey Perry for coming on the show. Really appreciate him taking the time out of his schedule to, to talk some hockey, talk about coming to Tampa and what he seen, what he wants to accomplish here. Obviously, he wants to get the monkey off his back and, and win a cup finally after all this time. Uh, you know, two straight years has to weigh on you a certain bit, I can only imagine. Uh, hopefully, we could get him back on the show in the future to discuss, you know, how he's been able to acclimate down there in Tampa. And hopefully, uh, when we get him back on, we'll be discussing about, uh, we'll be talking about, hopefully, uh, how the Lightning are close to doing, uh, completing the three-peat. And before we wrap things up on the show today, let's talk about our last sponsor of the day. If you've been a listener for a long time on the show, you you know all about this sponsor, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the world. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, just to name a few. You know what my favorite flavor is, and that is cookies and cream. When I tell you, it is like they took whatever flavor you're thinking of and threw it in there, covered it in chocolate, 100%. That's what it was. I spoke about that when they have banana. That banana bread, that was just unbelievable. Go ahead and try these. Not only are the Built Bar flavors, though, aren't they 
not only are they best tasting, but the best thing is, is that they're healthy. They got 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs, all amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, so you know that they aren't playing around when they say they are crazy healthy. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Time to wrap things up here on Locked On Lightning. But before we wrap things up, I just want to talk a little bit more about, you know, just a little bit uh, of a little reflection about the Corey Perry interview. Now, we've had a couple of players thus far on the on the show, Ross Colton being the first and, and now Corey Perry. And the thing that has impressed me so much about these guys at the same time is not at all surprising and that is just the level of focus when we when we spoke to Ross Colton about a week or so ago we were talking about the cup finals we were talking about how he has basically etched himself now in Tampa Bay Lightning history forever uh he he has scored if not one of the most important goals, uh, the most important goal in Lightning history in that uh, cup clinching game five game um, to, to obviously clinch the series. But even with Corey Perry, who's been in the league for so long, who's 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 accomplished everything that anybody who has ever dreamed of playing in the NHL has. He's, mind you, he's, he's an MVP as voted by the players. He's won a Stanley Cup. He's won a world championship. He's won two gold medals. And when you talk to him and, and when you heard in that interview, the level of focus is unbelievable. You know, we, these guys, they are, we, training camp has even started and we are, you could tell just by it in their voice and, and then eventually when you'll see this on YouTube is, that these guys are ready to roll. These guys are, you know, they have celebrated the accolades, they enjoyed their off season, and now they're focused, they're laser focused, they're ready to roll, and they're just thinking about what's next on the agenda. They're just thinking about, okay, we have a job to do this off, we have a job to do this upcoming season. That is to get back into the playoffs, to get back to at least the East Conference Finals, which on an ep- another episode in a couple of weeks once training camp starts, I will talk about all the expectations uh, that come with that, that I have at least for this team this year. I believe this team is uh, at least a, a, a shoe-in for the Eastern Conference Finals. I think anything less than that th- is a failure. Uh, and then we'll obviously talk about the possibility of a three-peat and all of that. But... It is really impressive, and hopefully we can get more players on soon, if not during the season. Uh, just how how ready these guys are, how ready to go these guys are, and um, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I have, and hopefully we could get some more players on soon. And, and in the meantime, go ahead and follow us on Instagram once again, locked on underscore lightning, Twitter, lo underscore lightning. Follow us on our YouTube page that we have up and running. We'll be having the Ross Colton interview up there soon enough, as well as this interview with Corey Perry. So keep an eye out for that subscribe follow like the page 
Um, give us a rating on iTunes as well. We're available wherever. So that means Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are distributed. Uh, we are absolutely gearing up and ready to rock here on Lock on Lightning as training camp start. And we are under a month away from the season starting where the Tampa Bay Lightning will be opening up against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So can't wait to see how everything unfolds in the coming weeks. Can't uh, we, we got a rookie camp right now, prospect camp, whatever you want to call it, going on. Developmental camp, uh, it's whatever you guys want to call it. it. You could call it a number of things going on. And, and we'll have uh, some people coming on in a couple of weeks discussing that as well. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we got a lot of things going on in the next couple of weeks here on Locked on Lightning with the season ramping up with the Lightning about to raise their second consecutive championship banner in as many seasons. Uh, we'll be discussing everything going on with that. And also go over to the Locked On Red Wings page. Uh, the only reason I plugged that is because I did a crossover with them, uh, just like an in-division uh, opponent. Uh, crossover, just a preview, what they expect from the, what I expect from the Lightning. It was great going on the show with those guys. Always a fun time when you're on Locked On Red Wings. So check that out as well. Uh, I'll be having a crossover tonight, so keep an eye out for that with the host of Locked On Florida Panthers. So uh, you definitely don't want to miss that as well in the coming days. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.